Welcome to a new podcast. It's not new anymore. Is it still new? Are we new for the whole first season? Anyways, welcome back for our podcast that nobody asked for. 99 Problems and Bitch, You Might Be One of Them. Listen to find out. This week, we're back to complain about big titties. Just to review, this podcast has three hosts. I am Flash Flood, and I'm joined by two others. (coughs) I'm Riptide. And I'm Range. Look at us. Yay, That's my all positive three present. point for today. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, wait, do I do the positive point segment? I don't even know. Mm-hmm. I think. I think so. You usually do. Yeah, I do. I all right. Do so no, we so we can go ahead and jump this off with our positive point segment. You know, we're just here just to say something nice to offset all of our bad karma for talking shit about big titties. Um, mine is that I had creme brulee today, and if you know me, you know that that is my favorite dessert food of all time. Go ahead, that sounds Riptide. delicious. I'm super happy know for you. you that you got to have a dessert. Oh, thanks. It's fine. Okay. Riptide didn't know either, so I guess nobody knows me. No now one you knows all- you. <laughs> Maybe no that one could be knows my name. Point. No one knows you, and they can't find you. That makes me think of that really dramatic song about uh, wanting to go to Boston where no one knows my name. Her identity no? still got stolen, though, so. It did. It I'm did. sorry. I didn't mean to bring that down. Oh. I'm sorry, bitch. This was a positivity point. Creme brulee. Move the fuck on. <laughs> we couldn't even get through it. Okay. So speaking of, it's relevant to today's topic. I finally found a bra that fits, and it was wonderful to see my titties properly um, placed in the right place on my chest. A new bra. Lifted nice. That's, that is great. Titties sitting right here. Oh, night yet. Oh, okay. Um... My positivity point is that I'm eating really good taco today. Tacos. Yep. Mm, Very good. I'm jealous. All right. So let's get to the complaining part um, because that's what we're here for. Um, And today we're complaining about big titties. Hey. Uh, Raise your hand if you have them. Uh, Virtual hand up. I think we're all going to raise our hands so we all have big titties. I used titties. to have them. Can I still raise my hand? Bitch, you better put down your little titty hands. <laughs> Wait, okay. At what size do they become little again? Oh. Mm, I think probably- anything like D cup and smaller. I don't know. Oh. Well, you see my titties? My titties are so big that I don't know what size That's little titties are. I feel like a C cup and smaller is like what size? Small. Small. Okay, well, either way, I'm gonna see at this point, so I'm out of the big titty committee. Oh dang! Which Apparently speaking of bra C size, cup is the cutest boob size. So yeah, anything larger than a C cup is big titties. Although I feel like that really, I mean, everyone's pain is maximum to them. Yeah, that's well, true. It depends on the size of your body. Well, I'm um. I'm a double D. I guess I could technically, my sister size would be whatever it maxes out with a regular D. That's not real. Sister sizes are not real. <laughs> we literally, okay. I know. So, okay, I, look, I said this intentionally, okay? Okay. okay I, so, I, I didn't realize like, it was going to set you off that much. <laughs> okay. So, again, Ray just mentioned sister sizes because our first complaint about titties and big titties is bras. And um, the first one is that the biggest, well, not the biggest, but the most popularly, widely known bra store, I guess, I don't know if we're going to name it, but there's a whole song about it. And this person, which may have information that they have withhold from others and they reside in Ohio. So this person with this withheld information who sells bras does this thing with sister sizes 
sister sizes are not real. So they don't carry a wide variety of sizes in their stores. So for my entire life, first of all, until like I got to college, maybe my sophomore year, I thought that I was a different size than I was. I guess I'll just go ahead and share. My bra size, actually, honestly, I don't even know my bra size. My band mm-hmm. size is a 30. My bra size is over, thir- was over a G cup because I had a child and my titties never went back down. They were a 30 G before I had a child though, and they went up to like a J. It was terrible. But the point is they don't sell anything larger than like E maybe at Victoria's Secret or they didn't back in like 2006. I don't know if they have since expanded. I stopped going there. But basically because they don't sell down to a 30 or they didn't sell down to a 30 band size and they don't sell up to the cup size that I needed. They do this thing where they lie and they tell you, oh, you can get your sister size. So you're either a 30 G or you're a 32 D or something else where they're trying, basically trying to bullshit you into just making sure that they make the sale because they have shitty expansion sizes on their bras. <laughs> so yeah, I went a very long time thinking I had the wrong size. And then one time I met someone who also had huge titties and she was like, girl, you need to stop shopping at that place. You need to go to another place. I don't know. Do we want to name them? No, I don't No free promo. A largely known department store, which I consider to be expensive. But anyway, it's probably not. That had a hold on us in middle school for them fucking body sprays. Did they? No, no, no. So that's And their credit cards. No, wait. No, wait. No, guys. The -hmm. store I went to was the department store. That's not the one that has a hold on us for that body spray that made people fall in love with you. Okay. Okay. I'm glad you said that because I was pretty sure I'd never seen that letter size that, that cup size at that at this other store we're gonna just call it what can we call it jenny secret elizabeth's <laughs> rumor we're calling it a, all right elizabeth's yes. rumor <laughs> right so elizabeth's rumor is super popular for bras but don't be selling those sizes and then they'd be scamming you into the sister size scam because they instead of just having more inclusive sizes so instead i went to a department store that had all of the sizes there to finally find a bra that actually fit my boobs and my life was entire life was changed because elizabeth and her bitch ass rumor got us all fucked up next wait so also there's a plus size clothing store that also tries to do like the sister sizes thing but it's bullshit it's like mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. some of you in case there's a man who's listening who just like hears bra sizes and doesn't want to fucking listen it's like trying to get the next like half size up of tires on your car. Like, yeah, they can fit, but they're not going to fit well. Like, mm-hmm. you can get your boobs into your sister size, but it's not going to support you. Also, Elizabeth's rumor doesn't make bras of quality. They don't have proper support. They're cheap. They're not comfortable. And they really just, I feel like, make all their money off of their fashion. I went show. to Elizabeth's rumor with a... Fr- a mutual friend of all of ours when we were still in college. And so this isn't a, like a necessarily a good thing, but it does go to this quality thing. So she had just bought the, the bra. And I think, I think the like wire had popped out or something. There was something wrong with the bra and it was still fairly new. And so she took it back and they, they, I think, and I don't, Maybe if she listens, she'll correct us. But I'm pretty sure they told her that 
if that happens to one of their bras, you can go in and exchange it basically anytime Mm -hmm. or within Mm -hmm. a reasonable amount of time. You know what I mean? Like, don't show up with your raggedy, like, I've worn this for five years. It's the only one bra that I've owned kind of deal. But, like, you know, (laughs) see, but that's not that remarkable. Many stores will do that. Oh, Okay, well, the I'm one not that I the put type in the of chat. person that returns product, me period, well, so I, I didn't know this, so. No, I so tried to me return one today. <laughs> oh, go ahead. No, but so, no, me neither, Rage. So, but a lot of stores will do that, and so nobody knows that. So when you hear that someone's doing that, you're like, oh, that sounds really nice. They all do that. Oh, the one okay. I just put in the chat for... that I talked about. Oh, Except first, for the one that you just... First crush. <laughs> I already said their name. You can bleep that out. So well, they're all... So their whole oh. fucking thing is like you can try the bra or whatever, or you can return it anytime. So I got the one, and then my bra size changed like a half a day later because rapid weight loss. And so I went to go return it, and it's like you can only return it if it has the tags on it. Well, bitch, I can't yeah. try it on. Which typically I like their bras, but that just really upset I, me because I'm like, you, you're advertising. That's bullshit. That you, no. Yeah. Like, the whole point is for you to try it on, see if it works. You can't just, like, wear it around your bedroom. You got to, like, jump up and down in that shit. Right, and <laughs> the bras went up, like, $20 a piece, and they were already expensive, so they're on my shit list. Them and everybody else. That's, which is a, <laughs> another point about bras, that they're fucking expensive, and especially if you have big titties. Oh, my God. So it was, like, over at Elizabeth's Rumor, they have all types of sales, first of all, in the wrong size, whatever. So they just have all types of things going on. But the minute I went to the big department store, bras are $70 minimum. And we're talking, I'm a broke-ass college student. $70 minimum. And you want to have a good set of bras. You got to have a strapless bra, a sports bra, a daily bra, a sexy bra. And so like we're talking $70 for four bras. What is that? $280? Maybe? Yeah, no. Um... That's why I shopped mine just at regular Walmart and all those other places for the longest time. I still don't know what size bra I wear. I just returned to Walmart bras, but again, it's just because I don't want to spend that amount of money. But again, like most Walmart bras, if you wear over like a C cup, they don't have any support for you. The wires are flimsy. Like, and even like some of the the other okay first of all because i know i said i was like a 40c now i just want the people to know i used to be a 44 triple d which was a big difference but even then like the wires either come up too high and they dig in the side or the wires too low and you get like armpit fat hanging over the side of your bra wait why if i'm paying 80 dollars for something to hold my titties up it should fit immaculately i'm sorry you used to be what size a 46 triple d Girl, why did I hear like 32 triple D? And I said, the math's not mathing here. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> yes, I gained I I gained four inches in my race. I was like, this doesn't make sense. Okay, sorry. Oh, that was all. Yeah. Yeah, no, yes. I still struggle like and that's also why in the chat I asked for an actual recommendation because I do need to go get fitted. But again, like they're just so expensive. I'll go get one. I need that's also that's a thing. I buy it like one at a time. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, you right, can't because who can afford to get anything else? Like mm-hmm. exactly. 
for a very long time, my mom would always ask me what I wanted for like gifts. And it would be like, bitch, give me a bra. Christmas, bra. My birthday, bra. Valentine's Day, titty sack. Memorial Day, titty sack. Labor Day, titty sack. Give me all the titty sacks because a bitch doesn't have any bras. And you and just got to be like stalking the stores to find the discounts because you can't afford them at regular price. So you're like, wait a minute. But again, they got the store. The department store where I shop never has my size on sales. And you know they have like a little version, a cheaper version of the department store, like their little ugly redheaded step cousin that's like owned by them where they put all their backhand shit. And they never have my size in the cheaper store either. So people are always like, well, if you can't find your size, why don't you just go there? And I'm like, no, they don't have them. I always look. They do not. Please stop gaslighting me. I can't. But also, you don't have to go to the store for those who don't like to leave the house like me to get a bra fitting. I used to work at, I don't know a good name to call that place. So again, just plus size clothing store that happens to sell bras. It's popular. And so I used to do the bra measurements. You just need um, tape measure. Like a clothing style tape measure. The, yeah. the soft ones. Mm-hmm. The little pink one. I have one of those somewhere. Yeah. You don't, yeah. That I mean, you're gonna be able to figure out your size better, and then you can actually like really go up under your titties to get your band size properly. Really get all up in there. Oh yeah, because they don't. <laughs> well, I get why. Because we used to in the store, they used to like do that to get you a good fitting. But again, people are fucking terrible, and so some people started feeling comfortable. I'm sure there were some associates who were just fucking weirdos out here, like sexually assaulting people at work. And so now it's like, you just wrap it around. But again, it doesn't give you the right size. You really got to get up, get up in there. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. All right. So bras ain't shit because they are uncomfortable. Which one of you people wrote on spa- space comfortable? I didn't type a damn thing on this. I, pr- I apologize. Okay, so <laughs> glad that I'm calling you out, Riptide, because I'm still never going to forget tides. <laughs> That's okay. You know what? I will never. Never mind. I'll say Go that ahead. for later. No, no it's not yours. appropriate for the show. Okay, that's fine. All right. So, secondly, they're <laughs> costly. And third, Elizabeth and her rumor is a fraud, and sister sizes are not a thing. Next, requirements to get a breast reduction. Ooh. Does anyone want to jump this off before I rant? I guess, like, yeah, I'll talk. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just, I was just gonna say, I'd be curious as to how much it costs. I do remember being in, like, the first time I heard about this being an option, I didn't need it. I think at the time I was probably like a a C cup. Yeah, I don't actually remember my life before being a C cup, um, and now I'm like a double. I just, I think I said earlier, I'm a double D. Anyways. Uh, the first time I heard, I was probably 16, 17. I was working at Chuck E. Cheese. Sorry for the promo. And one of the other hostesses there, she, I think she had recently graduated high school and her her parents gifted her a breast reduction as her graduation gift. Hmm. I was like, oh, that's interesting. That probably depends wild. on the location, the surgeon, but I probably like out of pocket. 20 to 25,000, I think. I looked into this a couple of years ago and I want to say it was like 15,000 per titty, maybe. I don't remember. Maybe like 10,000 per titty. When my ex partner got theirs, it was like 16,000 total. But 
everything comes back to health insurance being fucking trash. So health insurance, depending on your insurance, they will have contracted rates with the surgeon. And so like Blue Cross Blue Shield would be like, I'm paying you 12000 And Aetna will be like, we're paying 18000 And then the out-of-pocket cost could be like 25000 or some bullshit. Right. So it really just depends. And or it depends on what you have. Yeah. Because some, sometimes you can go to an outpatient and sometimes you had to go to the hospital and there are different types of ways of being under and the medications. Like I think I want to say they're all you're all under regardless, but some have to be done in a hospital and some can be done at an, out of, at an outpatient center. But basically a lot of fucking money. So naturally you want to get your insurance to pay for this, right? But if you have HMO like I did, uh, your first step is that you have to convince your doctor that this is a problem and one thing doctors love to do as i told you is to just tell you that you're fat and you should lose weight yeah that's really trash and even if you don't have an hmo and you have like ppo you still have to get like you still have to convince them to convince your insurance to cover it so like yeah hmo you got the barrier up front and ppo the barriers like after you do your consultation Mm -hmm. it's all trash yeah. And so once you like, and then so for my insurance, they wanted me to go to physical therapy and mm-hmm. then for 10 sessions. And then after I did that, I was like, my back still hurts. My bra still digging into my shoulders. And again, this is pre child. So I was at a 30 G. So they weren't as large as before, but still fucking large. And God, what came after that? She was like, oh, well, the next step is to go to a pain management clinic. But she was clearly hesitant. Because as I say in the next point, my issue that bothers me is that people don't believe that my titties are as big as they are because my band size is so small, which is very confusing to me. I would yeah, think I that don't you- like there's like a physical, it's like visible. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like a mental health issue that you can't see. Like you can see that this could be a problem. I think the issue is that like you can't tell by looking at me that my band size is a 30. So you assume that I probably got like a 34 band size, like a normal sized whatever. And it's not so because I mean, I, I don't think the rest of my body looks like I have a 30 band size. I don't I don't know. It's just very narrow. So then I don't know if you're going off of the Victoria's Secret sister sizes, that would put me at like a 34 double D. And that's not like that big, but like it is. It is. And they be heavy. Yeah. So Anyway, so you convince the doctor, you do the physical therapy. My doctor wasn't convinced. So she was like, well, you can go to a pain management clinic. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Why would I go to a pain management clinic and get shots when we know what the issue is? And she was like, that well, sounds this is ridiculous because also, I well, and again, I'm not familiar with this process. Not again, because I hadn't said that, but I'm not familiar with this process like you are, but wouldn't like a pain, I imagine like a pain management management clinic being a place that like gets you hooked on drugs. Dare anyone? Yeah, they, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so yes kind <and> no. <laughs> but mostly pain management clinics focus on managing chronic pain that has no other solution. So like, say you have like a slip disc and you've done all the fucking surgeries that you can mm-hmm. for it. And there's nothing else they can do. They're like, okay, we're going to go to pain management. So they can make sure that basically you don't get too high of a dose too soon because your pain is going to continue getting worse throughout your life. And if you start off on all of the opioids, when it gets worse, 
there's nothing that'll control it. So it's basically what pain management does. Right. And so the key mm-hmm. word, when there's no other solution. Yes. We knew the problem. It's the big titties. But the doctor didn't believe that the big titties were a problem. So instead, and like for what it's worth, I remember going to physical therapy and being like, dang, my core is a little bit weak. But like, not that weak. I've always been pretty active. So that's not fair to kind of blame it on the person who's carrying the weight of the titties, I guess. I don't know. Thoughts? Mm. Comments? Well, I went to I went to get a massage in like early December and when I was laying back, I was laying on my on my back and the person giving me my massage, she was like rubbing your titties no but she was like rubbing up like near my shoulders like on the front like kind of like this area that starts going towards where your breasts are growing and she was saying that that area was really tense for me and I was like oh I mean yeah that's I always I frequently like try to like stretch my shoulders and like my arms because I feel a lot of tension there my neck always hurts and she was saying that it was probably because of the size of my breasts that it like just is a lot of weight and like it pulls down on the muscles that you have right there. So I can't imagine, like, I don't, I don't know. I just can't imagine someone telling me that I just have to deal with that. Oh yeah. I had a coworker who she also was referred to physical therapy. (laughs) I cannot. Um, But she was also referred to physical therapy, and it was for, like, some awful amount, I think, six months, once a week for six months. And, like, the physical therapy center she was referred to only had daytime appointments. So she calculated, like, based on how much PTO she would have to use and how much work she'd have to take off, that, like, it just wasn't worth using insurance. Like, it was going to be better to just pay out of pocket. Mm, That's ridiculous. Because even then it wasn't guaranteed. It was like, oh, you do the six, the physical therapy for six months and lose 20 pounds and then we'll reassess Yep, to see. This just goes Not back like, to our health insurance is a scam podcast. Yeah, because That's at the end of the day, first of all, I know that my titties are too big. An intelligent doctor, not the one I had, because then I had a practitioner, nurse practitioner after that. She knew my titties were too big and she was the one who said something to me. So why is it our job to convince a high school grad who's just being a stingy bitch to do what's necessary to take care of ourselves? Yeah. It's not. Those are ridiculous. That's like the people that don't they also can't like, aren't they also able to like prevent you from getting like cancer treatments and shit? Matter of fact, my dad actually had that, had to deal with that when he had to go through his cancer treatments last year. Luckily, our doctor was able to take care of that from but it was a mess yeah i hate them but i wouldn't have to hate insurance so much if we didn't carry the weight of big titties (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say too like i know medical racism has to come into play at some point too when you're talking about like prior auth and insurance approval and them not believing that people of color have pain Mm. like i don't know if anybody's studying that because they don't like to study um women in general but I'm sure there's a discrepancy in like pain management and recommendations for surgery and breast reduction. Well, like, part of me wondered if the doctor thought that I was trying to get pain management when I wasn't. I didn't want that at all. But I wonder, you know, people always, doctors always assume that people are just trying to get meds. Yeah. Like, no, I, no, I want you to chop my titties off. That's <laughs> like, I'm, I've been very clear. If my titties are too big, chop it. 
Wait, so I have another problem that's not on our list related to breast reductions. And that is, you pay all that money, and them doctors be fucking up those nipples. Like, (gasps) they need to put them in the right spot. (laughs) Like, Mm. I feel like, because a lot of the surgeons are men, I feel like they don't Mm. realize how much that, like, impacts your self-esteem. Or, like, it's like, oh, it's a little crooked. No no man's going to care because he's going to think they're attractive still because they're titties. But, like, it really be fucking up people's self-esteem afterwards when one titty's, like, looking up and one's down. Sorry, go ahead. It's interesting you should say that. I met with a surgeon who did my grandma's titties. My grandma had a single mastectomy. She had breast cancer. Anyway, so I was like, well, let me go see what her surgeon's talking about. Her titties look sitting right. And he told me that he didn't want to do surgery on me because my husband, my future husband, by the way, at the time I was single, would want my nipples to have sensation. And he, you know, I, why would I get rid of such a good thing for my husband? Are you fucking kidding me? I, I no, you're not gotta, kidding. What the find fuck? That I fucking find hate this. What the hell? Oh my god. I'm sorry. All I have that's all I have to add. <laughs> because what the actual fuck? I can't believe that. I can believe this still happens. It's so wild. Like, and even then, like, I feel like I would be put off by the doctor even asking me, like, are you sure you want to lose the sensation in your nipples? Like. I feel like if you say, hey, these are the side effects. Do you want to continue? Like, that's it. Like, don't say anything about my nipple sensation again, please. That's awkward. But not him literally bringing your husband into it. That doesn't fucking exist. Right. And can I just say that um, my current husband would not give a fuck. Uh, My current husband, when he's in his right mind, is intelligent enough to know that my body is my choice and whatever makes me happy is what's important. So has always been on board. It's never been an right. issue. So, cause why would I be with someone who would want me to be miserable because of something like that? Mm-hmm. Stupid and that's a lot of assumption stupid. like that that husband is even going to be able to provide pleasure in that area because most of these women's husbands are just, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of assumptions. One that I want a husband. There, there. But Did you I say him. the guy's name? Because I remembered his name. I googled it and I yeah, found sure. Him. I mean, because I think when you say He's a white male, things. his name is Doctor Evan T. Manolas. M A N, as in Nancy O I L S. Doctor Evan like someone T. Who would say Manolas. That. Right? Sorry. See, mm-hmm. we can just talk him in what? with those doctors and their husband stitches. I just want to say that he did my grandma's titties and she was not satisfied with it with a second when he did it the second time or something. And he was like, whatever, you're 70. Who gives a shit? He didn't say it like that exactly, but it was basically like, bitch, what you doing to do with some titties anyway? And so this was, but that was after I had like seen him and stuff. Oh, see his nipples are be look, if you can't cut in a circle, then just don't offer breast reductions. Okay. I know it's difficult. You got to reshape the whole areola to make it fit, but I know that it can't be perfect because the skin heals, but y'all be doing some some wild shit with the nipples and areolas. Well, maybe I'm in the no nipple committee. I that's an option. I found out. I know my ex. I know this because oh, we had this conversation. Yes, that some women you just opt for no nipples. You, you can, can get, get a tattoo, tattooed. but you can also just not have nipples. Yeah, I would opt for that region, re, that option because I'm a creep. <laughs> like I just would want to weird people out with my no nipples. 
I mean, people usually don't know what to do with them anyway, so it's fine. That's an accurate statement. (laughs) That is a very accurate statement. But you do lose a lot of sensation, or at least the people I know have lost a lot of sensation in their nipples. So, Mm. again, they're just there, it sounds like, for cosmetic reasons at that point. So, really and truly, it's an aesthetics thing. Hmm. Well, I mean, I want my nipples to be even whether or not I can feel them. But do you want Assuming I ever get to get a breast reduction. You know, here we are fighting with insurance and not having 25K just lying around. Um, How long have you been going through this process? Because I recall the time when you were doing the physical therapy stuff. So I put it on hold because unfortunately I had a child and my titties Mm -hmm. got even larger. And then I was breastfeeding. And I think I'm finally at a point where if I were to want a reduction, like I could move forward with it because you have to wait after having a reduction but of course then the the argument is always well you sure you don't want any other kids which is a valid statement because who wants to ruin their titty get their titties sitting right and then ruin them so it's like so it is a logistic thing to consider but yeah so you have to consider that and then go and get your titties together but i would not get my titties together if i were considering having another child because Mm-hmm. waste of money you gotta get it all fixed up i mean just the yeah. other day riptide was calling my titty saggy <gasps> that's exactly what she said <laughs> she can't defend herself because she's on mute <laughs> and okay, then she back. froze <laughs> first of all i don't even know if i froze or if i just got stuck uh, <laughs> i did not say that at all i sent her a tiktok video about kids being disrespectful, which we can post on social, where the little girl was telling her mama that her titties were saggy for no reason. Just oh my out of God. There is she also a movement for, for mothers and women in general who have saggy titties and how they just love them. Go I mean, wrong. I think my you should her titties. About her. I mean, she's had three girls and I think she nursed them all and she just calls her titties little flapjacks. And you know what? Honestly, they look fine to me. Yeah, not flap jacks. I can't talk because I have like from weight loss, like so mine are mine basically deflated, so I have stretch marks and shit. Yeah, they're pretty saggy these days. So unrealistic expectations for titties. Another big problem I have with big titties. Like our titties are not sitting up at our chins because they're real. Which, if your titties are manufactured, that's fine too. No shade, but. I'm complaining about my titties that grew out of my body. So I can't complain for big titties that are fake. And honestly, (laughs) saggy titties makes it better or easier to access with your mouth because it just drops right in. Oh, that's fair. You know, if someone's got fake ones and they're up here, you have to like go up and over. (laughs) I hate that like my... (laughs) She's going to ignore me. (laughs) All I can think about is my child nursing or breastfeeding, whatever we want to call it. And like that's an accurate statement. It would have been a lot harder for a wow. I mean, that's not I what you're, I... you're that's not what you're talking about. But like what I'm thinking about is like, yeah, that would have been real hard for a newborn to climb her little way all the way can up you to imagine, the top of my like... chest. It it was really <laughs> easy. It was just like it just like fell to the side and flattened out. <laughs> it's their purpose. Well, yeah, like I just, the fucking tricep, the, the, what is this? Yeah, that'd be a lot of tricep work if you're, you have, like, lift your baby up like that to feed them. That's hilarious. 
Anything else that we no. hate about breast reductions or titties? Everything. So that's it. Um, I just yeah. also this. So the last point on here, I don't know if y'all want to get to it, but I do want to say that I just don't. And I, I, I feel like I'm doing this on, right now, but like, I don't like other people's opinions of them. I don't like people asking like what size your boobs are. And I think that starts also at like a young age. Like I don't like all the emphasis on boobs in general. Like I remember being a freshman in high school and one of my friends, a guy was going around and at, and like going around to all his girlfriends and, and being like, let me guess your size. And like had so much fun with that. And then I, my dumb ass was like, I don't think I told, I told him whether he was right or wrong. No, I told him whether he was, I told him he was wrong, but I didn't tell him what my actual size was. And honestly, at the end of the day, you dumbass, what does it matter what size they are or aren't? You're looking right at them. Do you like them or not? And if not, <laughs> then keep them moving. Right. This reminds me of a, just an issue in general that I addressed in my holiday newsletter. Like, if you have something to say about someone's body, just fucking don't. Like, just shut the fuck up. Keep it to yourself. Because it's like, everybody always wants to comment and it's not just big titties. Like, someone be like, oh, like, I want to get a boob job, like, implants. And they're like, oh, you do- your titties are perfect the way they are. Or I want to get a breast reduction. It's like, oh, I wish my titties were big like yours. Like, girl, the grass is not greener. Just leave each other's bodies alone and let your friends mm-hmm. make the decisions they want to make. Right. I can't wait yes. for it's okay. um, Flash Flood to get her breast reduction. Being quiet is free 99. <laughs> it's really free. It's freer than Google because for Google, you have to have internet access, but you don't even mm-hmm. need internet access to be quiet. I'm going to fight my fucking cat who keeps <laughs> nudging his little head against the computer screen. Is it Felix? Of course, it's always Felix. One of these days, I will learn their names. I I don't know. I'm not even there yet. I saw his tail, (laughs) and that's the why I knew which one it was. So there's Fat Fuck Felix, and then there's Lily. The demon. Yes, Lily is the demon. She's getting a little bit nicer in her old age, but not much. Sophia's We We need to do an episode on cats. It's on the list. I don't hate cats. <laughs> I don't hate okay, them, but they're just, a problem. Absolutely, they are. That they <laughs> 110% are. So you know what? I don't even deny it. I love cats, but they not shit. Like as yeah. Felix sits here chewing my, the, my computer. And every time I call him out, he looks at me like, me, mama? Me? Yeah. Wait, where the fuck I did Rage go? She just fell off. I figure she'll be back. But I saw a TikTok today of a cat who stole a chicken wing and it literally took mm. the whole family to restrain it to get it back because he was like I'm going to eat this and I'm going to fuck up my intestines and you're going to have to just deal with it mm. yeah my mom's cat used to steal chicken wings too one time Felix stole our Hawaiian rolls and took them upstairs to his room it turned out I wasn't feeding him enough so he was just trying to make his way so I'll save the full story Hey, girl. See you back. Hey. Go on, Riptide. Oh, I was just going to say, I'll save the full story for um, our cat episode, but my grandma's cat was stalking her like a predator. Mm. You did say that. And that was an issue. You did say that was happening. (laughs) All right. 
So big titties are a problem. Next. Oh, wait. Should I wait for rage to get settled? Are you ready? I don't know, girl. Are we ready for petty problems? Yeah, I don't know what happened. Sorry. I mean, are we ready for petty problems? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm I'm ready ready for petty problems. Okay. All right. Uh, All right. Well, this segment is intended for us to read and review petty problems or letters from our listeners. We're asking for you to write in your petty problems so we can read them aloud on the show and commiserate together. All right. Rage, Riptide, and Flash Flood. Earlier this year, I planned... Did I read something wrong? <laughs> no. No, you are fine. <laughs> we apologize. You know, I can't read. So y'all, <laughs> I just got really self-conscious. <laughs> All right. Earlier, earlier this year, I planned a trip with my friend and promptly sent her the money for me and my wife's portion of the trip. A few months later, something happened with the final housing payment and a new house was booked at a lower cost. I did not have to pay anything extra and my friend let me know that I would be receiving a refund of $200 per person or $400 total. This was in May. I didn't end up going on the trip because me and my spouse became ill. In August, my friend came to visit. While in town, I purchased a ticket for a local attraction and they were going to Venmo me the money back. When my friend went to Venmo me, they sent me $400 instead of $40. My friend later told me it was an accident and requested I send $360 back. Am I petty for telling them no because they owed me money? Signed, bitch better have my money. (laughs) Yes. 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 Um, Am I petty for telling them no? But they owed you $400? No, (laughs) but, but the way that you go and get that, that's a lot of money. So I feel like there's a way to go about getting it. Like maybe make sure they're okay. Um, if they ask for it back, maybe they weren't okay or they forgot that they owed you money. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, that's valid. See, my thing, I guess I was just going to say, I mean, like if you're accidentally paying someone money that you didn't intend them to send them, like people be counting on their coins. So... Maybe they were planning on paying you back, but they just didn't have it at that moment. And so I see that. Well, maybe they they didn't have that (laughs) plus their existing bills and they were planning on sending it the next month when they have more money. So, I mean, if they're really your friend, they will understand if you're not a trifling person who doesn't ever send money back. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like it would depend. I need to know more about you and your friend and their money habits because if like you do this all the time that's like well actually if someone does that all the time I feel like I just get to the point where if I give send you or give you money or you say you're going to give me money that I just wouldn't expect it like it would be like gambling like I'm not going to do anything with money I can't right. afford to lose because as Ray said on the last episode fool me once Boom, shame on who <laughs> I don't remember because actually it wasn't me that said it. It was George Bush. So So at that point in time, you just have to accept. Yes. Remember when we thought that he was like the dumbest president that we ever had and then things just kept getting worse? Sorry. Time to be alive. What a time. It's definitely going to get lower. I mean. I just put my bar on the floor at this point. Given given where we're at. I like to be surprised. I feel like. The bar is in the basement. 
Don't hmm. be surprised. It's a bar goes yes. lower. And it sent it straight to hell. Sorry, go ahead. Um, it mm-hmm. always goes lower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And watch it fall. If you're at, you actually, you actually put your bar in quicksand and you didn't even realize it. Um, I was going to also add though. Um, Okay, wait, this is making a payment and then getting your money back. Okay, see, I thought this was going, I, so this isn't exactly this, um, but it made me think of like giving your friends or family or whoever loans. Like um, my thought with loans is kind of what one of y'all just said, like if you don't have the money, don't give it or don't spend it. Um, because with the loan, especially like, mm, I don't know. I feel like you might as well just consider it a gift and hope that someone gets it, gets you that money back. But if they don't, then like also like don't be too surprised. And if you're if you're if you really value your friendship, then like one, don't let that happen more than once. And two, um, don't hold that over your friend unless it happens multiple times. And then you should probably move on from that friendship i feel like we're yeah. assuming a lot of emotional intelligence in our response here people are stupid um, people are really petty and stupid and not emotionally intelligent because we don't teach it in schools unless we happen to go to certain schools in certain cities <laughs> but what i was also thinking it's like well you say like oh maybe the friend didn't really have it to give but like what if this bitch bitch better have my money what if she needed it too for her bills like yeah i think the the thing is because like because she was but, behind or something no yeah I, I mean i agree with that and the thing is like also yeah with like you spending money ahead of time on a trip like you never know what's gonna happen with whether it's you know the specific situation with your friend or some other situation that's why there's like that stupid insurance that we were talking about the other day sometimes you you, you, the, the insurance wasn't here. You didn't pay the insurance. In this case, you may not have gotten your money back. The bitch paid for a trip, and so they didn't get to go on the trip, but they were expecting to be out of that money. So don't pay money you That's don't have. Fair. So like, yeah, of course you want it back, but at the end of the day, I expected that I was that that I was going to pay four hundred dollars. I don't want it back. I mean, I want it back, but you know, it's I expected to be out that money regardless whether or not yeah which is i wouldn't want to put my friend in a tough spot oh sorry go ahead yeah which is why it's which is why it's hard to like book using that service that allows you to rent out people's homes instead of going to a hotel because kind of the caveat of booking through that service is well the flat rate is eight hundred dollars for example and there's eight of us going, which means that we're all paying $100. And if you drop out at the last minute, anytime between now and then, you're still on the hook for whatever that money is or whatever's going back because, girl, it's not our fault you flaked. Yeah. And so versus booking through a hotel, where if you book through a hotel, then you get that money back theoretically because I think you can cancel a lot of reservations until like 40 hours in advance. Yeah, it's like just one room's impacted versus the whole group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we say we should do a rage. whole episode. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Rachel. Yeah, no. Um, I was saying that I've um, 
you know, planned to go on trips and, and given deposits and then had to back out for whatever reason. Um, I always do my best to either leave that money there. Um, and if po- like I do leave the money there that I've already contributed. And then if possible, I try to pay for the remainder of whatever my portion was because it like I hate to have to put that cost on someone else now when they didn't plan for it initially and I had already planned for it so like I'm still gonna you know put it on my credit card or do whatever it is and then like suck it up but that's me so I mean I can't really speak to anyone else for that I guess I would subscribe to the same method because, again, I'm expecting to come out of that, and that's that's my burden. I will say that I had a bachelorette party, and in this big age, I would never have done this because, I mean, again, I told all my friends, you know, it is what it is. Either you can or you can't, and if you can't, I'm not going to be mad. But now it's just like I just shouldn't have because I shouldn't have put that on anyone, and I always feel bad because I hate, like, destination bachelorette parties. But neither here nor there had it, and – my person who planned it was very clear in the beginning or if you are committing you are on the hook for this and of course I had one person who I'm no longer friends with who decided to drop out like the week before despite constant like reminders buy your ticket or like whatever and then they told a mutual friend like well I let them keep the money for the Airbnb as you should have bitch that was a part of the agreement (laughs) you were not agreeing to this trip without agreeing that if you flake that's on you in your wallet so i just thought that was funny that she act, she thought that she was doing me a favor by not asking for the money back when that was what she agreed to right again emotional intelligence because i remember when i canceled on um where we go sedona well i didn't go but you went mm-hmm. i just expected mm-hmm. like i expected to still pay for my portion of the airbnb i expected to help out with the rental car that i had assumed or that I was like planned into paying for. Um, mm-hmm. Y'all didn't let me, but yeah, the expectation was there. Which again, when you have good friends, then you can work things out. But when you try to be sneaky and snide and weird about it, then people aren't going to give you the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. So I think the key here is be emotionally intelligent and have good friends. Next question, Riptide or Rage. Wait, wait, wait. No, we didn't actually answer, though. Am I petty for telling them no? So I said yes, and you guys said no. Oh, wait. You have the right to tell them no, but it is petty. Yes. Okay. Yes. that's. I do want to adjust my answer to agree with that. It is petty. There's some considerations here. I hope you got your money back if you really wanted it and needed it. Yes. Oh, I was just going to say we should do a whole episode on trying to make group travel plans. Oh, that is a a good friend group. So I'm I'm not sure if we'd lose our problems over that one. Okay. We might. I don't give a fuck. Where's our problems list? Go on. Next problem. All right. Okay. So our next petty problem is um, about relationship problems. Um, We don't have a signer here, but whoever you are, I hope we can help you. All right. My. My lover and I have been off and on for almost four years, and now very recently we had an awkward date which resulted in her throwing me out of her home. Irrelevant, but my lover is not my spouse. I'm hurt and embarrassed and wondering what you all would suggest me to do in order to get back into my lover's good graces. 
She said she was mad because I wasn't listening to her and because I cheated on her with someone else. Not my spouse, but someone else. But I told her all of that has ended. The other relationship, not my marriage, I'm still married. Okay, so I don't always talk a lot. But I'm just going to say that you should probably just not talk to her and go to therapy and work on yourself because you've got a lot going on (laughs) and no one should have to deal with that, including your spouse or the other side bitches. None of them. I feel like Flash Flood is laughing at me. No, I think she's laughing because she forgot about the story. (laughs) I I did. I did. Okay, and I was confused as I was reading this. It was taking me for a loop. Okay, so our writer... But it has a spouse. ...is married. <laughs> and has a, a, is married to their spouse, and they were cheating on their spouse with their lover, and then they were cheating on their lover with someone else. Okay. I was confused because I don't like that word. That's such a weird word to me. It like gives me ew, ew, ew. ew. Like I I thought she was talking about spouse. Oh (laughs) no, I hate that word. My spouse. (laughs) I hate the word lover. It's like such a cringy word to me, and I can't believe I had to read it so many times. Okay, so Um, our stance is that they need therapy (laughs) to figure out why they have so many partners secretly, like. Polyamorous relationships exist. Right. I believe in ethical non-monogamy. And if you can't participate in ethical non-monogamy, then be monogamous. Like, it's not fair. Right. Yes. I was going to say, I feel like we're missing the the consent part here. I think that's a a lot of people's issues is that they're not willing to admit that they would enjoy polyamory. Mm. Or they like the secretiveness of being decepting. And so that's a whole other issue because why does it make – why do you only enjoy when you're being secretive? But you hear so many people saying that, like, they might want another partner, but they don't want their partner to have other partners. And so you you actually don't agree with ethical non-monogamy. You just can't maybe advocate for what you want. It's like maybe you're with the wrong person or people and that's and you don't know what you want. So therapy could help that. I don't know. Right. I feel like if you were hesitant about your like opening up the relationship, like you could work through that with your partner. Again, emotional intelligence. Friend have a man. I don't know if he sent her a Google form or if it was just like an email with a bunch of questions basically being like can you be one of my concubines but like not have any other partners i mean there was a consent aspect but i'm gonna let you know that this same person had a live-in alleged ex-girlfriend for the entire time that he was dating my friend so it's like were you being honest or did you just finally tell the truth because this it kind of sounds like you were hiding this bitch as your girlfriend this entire time right Again, that goes back to, I, like, was, I don't um, trust men. So what Kaya say? Don't trust no. Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I was, um, I, I just got stuck at the part where he used a Google form. I was Im- honestly impressed that any man would be organized enough to do that. So I don't know. Could be a group worth joining. We should send him for using a Google form to find out whether or not he'd be interested in joining his army of concubines <laughs> i can't like 
Wait, does the lover this know about the spouse or the like? Who does the um, lover? This falls on six brown chicks. <laughs> right. This this ain't our kind of petty. Hilarious. Um, but as far as our writer goes, though, um, our, I do think you have a problem. I don't think you're writing us about your particular problem. I think you're suggesting that your lover has a pe- was being petty, and I disagree. Well, um, the lover is not being petty. She can throw you out it anytime she wants, especially if um she felt that she was being cheated on or misled or whatever the heck it was. Um, sorry you felt embarrassed, but I think that's just your ego. Because you thought that you that she was under your spell and she wasn't. Yeah, this is like peak early twenties behavior, and this is the only time I would suggest things like this, like and encourage you, like yes, bitch. But this is right. We're in our thirties and forties, and we're playing games like this still. The person who wrote this is in their thirties. That's what happened. I know a lot of messy people. I need more messy people in my life. (laughs) Yeah. That actually might be a better positivity point for me is that messy people like this exist in the world and they fulfill my entertainment cup. So I really enjoyed this is happening in your life and not mine and that you've chosen to share it with us. Makes the world a better place. You're right. You're right. Because you know what? We have said, we have said that we're nosy and so that's why we're so good at our jobs. Um, thank you, messy people, for contributing to our podcast. Um, yeah, and please continue. I I'm glad that you guys have friends like this because I don't, and like, or maybe I do, and they haven't told me. <laughs> but yes, Korean. I'll be like, I'm just curious. <laughs> so yeah, um, I don't know that we have a suggestion for you to get back in your lover's good graces. Because I don't know that I want you back in her good graces. But I guess technically you could start by apologizing and changing your behavior. And right. Listening. It sounds what they said was that their lover said they weren't listening to them or something, wasn't it? Yeah. And so You know what? Actually, my suggestion is that you go and do like one of them like without the racism, get out style brain changes and put someone with a better brain inside your body and go back and give oh. back to your spouse. Damn. Damn. See, I was going to say they practice active listening, but um, that works too. <laughs> they just got to throw out their whole personality and start over. Sorry. Is that how right? long? Right. How many years of their spouse's life have they been wasting? Um... You know what? So I realize we made a lot of assumptions here, and I'm guessing by Flash Flood's facial expressions that we're not wrong. But this could have been someone who's in an open marriage. Like, they didn't read it as though their spouse doesn't know. Just that they cheated on their lover, which means they violated it. But just based on, again, I'm assuming this is a man, so it could be wrong. But just based on what I know about people in general, this person's definitely not communicating any sort of anything about their relationship being open. Agreed. All right. Kai, the hatchet-wielding hitchhiker, says that you deserve love no matter what you've done. But it doesn't have to be from us or your spouse. All right. Well, we're at 57 minutes, 58. So I guess I'll wrap this up then. 
I just been over here muted, just talking my whole life away. But clearly it's time for us to go. So thanks to those of you who sent in letters with your petty problems. All of your messy ass problems are welcome. So long as we don't have to contact the police, child protective services, don't make us pick up the phone and talk to anyone, please, after reading your problem. If you'd like to have your problem read aloud on the show, send us an email at 99problems.pod at gmail.com. That's 90 spelled out, the number 9, problems.pod at gmail.com. And we need more letters. Sorry. We only got like four left, so I need y'all to up this. I can't keep harassing my friends and family and coworkers, guys. Yeah, send us your mess. That's everyone who's writing letters, so maybe I can't. We'll judge you fairly. Yeah. Um, may not be nice, but it will be fair. Um, but anywho, we got to go. So thanks for listening to this week's episode of 99 Problems and Big Titties are definitely two of them. I want to thank rapper Zinni for producing the intro and outro music for our podcast. You can find his music on Apple Music, Spotify, SoundCloud, you know, where the boys be. Anyway, his IG handle is Zinniboy, spelled Z-X-E-N-N-Y-B-O-I, in case you're interested in finding more high-quality music by him. Tune in every Tuesday to hear the three of us on the brink of our villain era and voice the frustrations that you've been carrying on your shoulders. Ciao, ciao!